Welcome to Collective Wellness. Here I am going to show you how to level up your life, feel your absolute best, and optimize your health span and longevity with expert tips. No matter where you fall on the wellness continuum, I'm going to help you feel the absolute best you can using functional medicine principles and addressing all areas of wellness. I'm going to empower you with all of the information you can to get to the root cause. I'm your host, Sophia Deal. I have a background in psychology, functional medicine, nutrition, health span, and longevity. Let's get started. There is also a link between the health of the gut and how resilient we are to stress. People with a healthier gut makeup are a lot more resilient to psychological and physical stressors. Hey everybody, so in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the connection between nutrition and mental health. So when I think of nutrition and mental health, I first like to think about our gut health and our gut brain access. And a little side note before I begin, I just want to say I'm so sorry in this episode if you hear any jingles, if you hear the laundry, I didn't think you'd be able to hear it, so I'm so sorry, and you can kind of hear the microphone a few times throughout when I originally recorded this. I didn't think that you would be able to hear it if I held it, but now I know in the future not to do that, and I will have a stable surface for it to actually clip onto, so... That will be resolved next week when I film the next episode, so I'm so sorry. Thank you for your patience, and let's dive into the episode. A lot of people don't see the connection between mental health and physical health, which is unfortunate, and I do think that in recent years, people have begun to start thinking about these two things as being connected, but they are very much so connected What we put into our bodies affects our mental health and our physical health. What we do physically, um, what we, our movement that we have, our stress levels, our sleep, that directly impacts our mental health. I mean, we have all felt how it feels to not sleep and have that impact our mental health almost immediately the next day. I know that I am not myself when I don't sleep and I am not myself when I don't feed myself well and treat myself well. So... That is the first point I want to make. So to dive a little bit deeper into the gut-brain axis, basically um, our brain and our gut are directly connected. It's this two-way bi-directional communication system that our brain and our gut use to communicate with each other and the rest of the body. So basically we have all felt the gut brain access physically if you have felt butterflies when you see a loved one when you're excited that is the gut brain axis working its magic so we all know what it feels like and when this system is out of sync it can trigger all these gut and other health problems that we might see our gut our microbiome whatever you want to call it has trillions and trillions of bacteria, fungi, all these things in our stomach that basically communicate with our gut and the rest of our body. Um, They help break down food, absorb nutrients, they help produce our serotonin, and overall just have a profound impact on our mental well-being. And having a healthy diet and a healthy lifestyle can shape up this environment this ecosystem of microbiota and when we have it in a better balance we basically have better health we have better gut health better mental health these little guys are crucial for our mental well-being 
So what are some other lifestyle factors that can impact the makeup of this ecosystem? Stress, alcohol consumption, which is stressful to the body, um, sleep, toxins that we consume, toxins we put on our body, antibiotics, even the way that you were born, the way that your mother ate when you were in her system, all these things have shaped our microbiome. And while this may seem out of our control in some ways, it actually is impacted by the choices we make today. Our guts adapt very quickly to the changes that we make. But in order to have these changes last, we have to make them last. <laughs> so making small sustainable changes is key to making the changes to have a better gut microbiota and thus better mental health. It's constantly going to be a work in progress. We constantly need to make these changes. And that is exactly why 1% change every day is what I recommend. And making it enjoyable, making it fun, making it all these things is really, really crucial to building a lifestyle that you love that's also really healthy. So diving a little bit deeper into the role of the microbiome with mental health, did you know that 90% of our serotonin is actually made up in the gut? And along with serotonin, our dopamine, our GABA, all of these things that are crucial for our mental health are actually produced directly in the gut. So you can see how the microbiota has a crucial, crucial role. So when this environment is disrupted, this is called dysbiosis. And when this gut-brain axis is dysregulated, it can cause something called leaky gut. So some of us know about leaky gut, which is when our stomach, which is naturally slightly porous, which allows things to enter in and out of the circulation. When we have leaky gut, when we have inflammation, when we have dysbiosis, when we have these issues, our stomach lining becomes more porous, allowing things to exit, making us in this hypersensitive state. We eat food, it goes into our circulation, we start to see food reactions, we start to see more disruptions, we may be able to develop viruses, um, some bacterial infections, we might see fungi overgrowth, we might start to see a lot of disruptions with this ecology. And this inflammation and this leakiness can actually directly cause inflammation of the brain, which is actually linked to depression. Depression is an inflammatory disease, and that is why an anti-inflammatory diet has been found to be very beneficial for depression. There's also evidence that a disturbed gut-brain axis can disrupt our metabolism, it can disrupt our weight, um, it can lead to changes in our appetite, it can lead to changes in our food choices. I know when my mental health is lacking, I may look for foods that are a little bit more unhealthy. Um, our brain, our mental health, our nutrition, they impact each other. So the gut and the brain are connected by millions and millions of neurons. And the biggest nerve that connects the gut and the brain and actually affects many of our organs is called the vagus nerve. And it actually has many roles that impact our health. It can impact inflammation, it can impact our microbiota, the composition of the gut, and stress really impacts the function of the vagus nerve. And this is linked to the development of many GI disorders that people suffer from. And I touched on how our gut produces neurotransmitters. This is another part of the impact between the gut and the brain. Um, we have all of these neurotransmitters being produced directly in the gut and when these neurotransmitters are out of whack this can produce mental health issues 
And when we have dysbiosis, this can impact the neurotransmitters in our bodies directly. So this just goes to show, once again, dysbiosis causes so many issues with our mental health, whether that's because of the inflammation, whether that's because of the neurotransmitters. This is all connected. Our body is a system. The gut microbes also produce a lot of other chemicals such as short-chain fatty acids and dietary fibers are the main sources of these short-chain fatty acids, so increasing our fiber intake is so crucial. Um, and these compounds have been shown to reduce the risk of the development of many diseases. And these short-chain fatty acids are actually able to cross the blood-brain barrier and have an impact on brain structure and function. So these short-chain fatty acids, mainly butyrate if you're a nerd and you want to know that, um, play a key role in the communication of the gut and the brain, and it protects the brain against low-grade inflammation. Once again, inflammation is so crucial in this process. And it also is the main fuel for the cell lining, and so it can help protect the cell lining, protecting from that leakiness that is also a cause of a lot of inflammation. So all these things become this cycle, and it's all connected in our system. So all these things are really important to keep in mind. There is also a link between the health of the gut and how resilient we are to stress. People with a healthier gut makeup are a lot more resilient to psychological and physical stressors. So what are some ways that we can promote good gut health? Well, we want to think about our health holistically. We want to think about our nutrition. We want to think about toxins. We want to think about movement. We want to think about relationships, stress, and sleep. But in this specific episode, I just want to talk about nutrition. So our nutrition directly impacts our microbiota makeup, as I've said before. And a lot of this is due to the intake of probiotics, fermentable foods, prebiotics, or fibers, which helps feed the bacteria so that they can reproduce. And these prebiotics are found in vegetables. They're found in fruit, grains. So we want to increase the intake of plants that we are getting each week. I like to make it fun. As I said, it's more fun when it's fun and we're more likely to stick with it if we enjoy it. You should try to aim for more plants than you eat right now, but the goal should be to have 30 plants a week that are different. The more variety and the more colors that we have, the better because each color that you have is a different phytonutrient chemical and that gives us different nutritional properties. So try to have all the colors that you can, make it a challenge, try to increase your color intake each week, but really aim eventually if it's not in the books right now, that's totally fine, and just try to switch it up. I know each week I try to go and get different vegetables, find new recipes, make it a lot of fun, meal prep, so I'm a lot more likely to eat it and having a lot of variety is so crucial for our stomach and our guts and our brains and our mental health, it's all connected. And another note is probiotics, as I mentioned. Um, a lot of people take it in supplement form, but you can meet your needs through the diet, um, which I really like to recommend. So just try to have fun with it. Maybe try to ferment your vegetables, maybe make some fermented red onion, just spice it up, have some more color in there and some fermentable foods which is really crucial for repopulating the gut. Um, and having yogurt, but you have to continuously intake these things. Another thing that's really crucial is omega-3s. There's actually studies done with omega-3 supplementation and mental health where they saw 
the same benefits of an antidepressant when omega-3s were taken in conjunction with an exercise protocol. That is so amazing. And that just goes to show that your nutrition and your lifestyle can be just as impactful or maybe even more impactful than relying on drug therapy alone. And that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be on them, but you can do these things to help improve your mental health overall. So omega-3 supplementation is really great for the brain. It directly impacts the brain. The brain is fat. And these omega-3s are super anti-inflammatory. Just be careful taking omega-3s if you have any sort of bleeding disorder. Um, it can thin the blood, so just make sure to talk to your doctor before supplementing with anything. And you can also get these omega-3s in the diet by having wild salmon, wild fish, in, that is really, really high in these omega-3s. And also shying a little bit away from the microbiota, um, I want to talk a little bit about blood sugar regulation. Um, I think a lot of us have been really enlightened with the power of blood sugar controlled diets. So pairing your carbs with protein and fat, not over consuming your carbs, having more high quality carbs, like complex carbs, higher in fiber, pairing veggies with our meals. All of these things are really great for balancing our blood sugar. And if you're not familiar with blood sugar, I'm excited to teach you about it. It's one of my favorite topics. When we overconsume carbs and we also don't pair it with a protein and fat, which helps slow down that digestion, we see spikes in our blood sugar. And these spikes in our blood sugar are inflammatory. They can cause a cascade of symptoms such as energy crashes, we start to see hormone dysregulation over time if this is something that we have going on a lot of the time. And it's really crucial to pair your foods with a lot of fiber, with your proteins, with healthy fats, which also helps slow down those carb spikes. And also going out and walking after you eat can really help for your body utilize this glucose so you're not seeing those giant spikes. Because when you see a giant spike, you have a giant dip and that's when a lot of people feel this low blood sugar feeling. We also might feel that if we're not eating enough throughout the day, we start to feel very hangry. So it's really important to take note of our, um, of how we feel when we're eating, not overconsume those carbs and pairing them to make our, our digestion slow down just a little bit can really help with um, inflammation, with hormones, with all these things. So how does this impact mental health? Well, the inflammation, and also in the moment we start to see poor mood, poor energy, which are really crucial for mental health and wellness. And we not only see this in the short term, but over time, having these chronically dysregulated blood sugars cause dysregulated hormones. Dysregulated hormones can directly impact our mental well-being. Dysregulated blood sugars can lead to high cortisol, it's very stressful on the body, high cortisol robs us of our sex hormones, which are so crucial for mood, energy, etc. This can lead to impaired resistance to stress, which creates this vicious cycle of stress um, that we can't really combat, this vicious cycle of sex hormone robbing. And we can see our thyroid impacted too, which is really crucial for energy, metabolism, mood. See, we're naming these same things because they're all tied so closely together. Um, we just want to make sure that we are not dysregulating our blood sugar most of the time. So just taking in mind that um, meal structuring, 
our macronutrients, our diet quality, eating enough throughout the day is also really crucial for our mood and our mental wellness over time. So I hope that you really liked this episode. I love talking about mental health. I love talking about nutrition and I'm working hard on a lot of other projects for you guys. But if you could go onto my new website, collectivewellnesshealth.com, you're able to see my blogs. You're able to see all the other cool things I'm working on right now. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you guys next week.